And we rolling. Deep pockets on a nigga I can't find my phone in. I used to go out to party. Mm. And stand around. Because <laughs> I was too nervous. To really get out. <laughs> hey. Welcome to the difference. Yo, yo, it's your boy Smiles. It's Ashante. And it's your main man, Kicks. What's good? Shit, man. Niggas is outside. Almost died from eating a burger. <laughs> It is called the coronary bypass. I definitely feel fucked up. Yes, we um, went to the Vortex ATL. Little five points. Shout out to them. You had the coronary bypass. Um, Shout out to Charlie. Charlie. (laughs) Hey, Charlie. Our uh, waitress. (laughs) Shout out to Charlie. Um, She waited on us. Um. Do you want to explain what the coronary bypass is? Actually, let me read it. Um, smiles is fucked up, Jermaine. How are you feeling? Well, I'm straight. You're straight? Mm-hmm. I'm just tired. But it took you down though. I'm coming off of like no sleep either. So, you know, that's a mixture. The burger, the burger. It just made me extra up. tired. Gave him the itis. Yeah. So it's two bacon grilled cheese sandwiches as the top and bottom buns. Mm. <laughs> um, it has four slices of white bread, an eight ounce flame grilled sirloin patty, 10 slices of American cheese, nine strips of bacon, one fried egg, four ounces of mayo. It's served with French fries and tater tots topped with cheesy cheese goo sprinkled with bacon bits estimated calories with the sides is 3707 did y'all finish your entire meal i finished the whole burger would you finish miles (laughs) i finished the rest of the burger on the way here (laughs) you had burger left i had like a bite it was mainly the only thing i mean when I considered to finish it, I wanted to clean up the whole plate. You know what I'm saying? Like the taters and the fries. Right. But I'm like, I ain't going to eat all of that shit. Me either. I was too full. Yeah, but I mean, the, for the most part, I was just like one bite left with the burger. Well, how my face look? Defeated? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he came in and he was like, I got to take a nap, yo. Like he got on the couch, he took his shoes off and he got under the covers. The, I was dozing off in the car. I was like, y'all need to hurry up and get the fuck here. <laughs> He Nigga, car, cars are looking at me like I'm radioactive and shit. They stay far away. <laughs> I'm over here like, oh shit, hold up. Swerving to the left. Yeah. I'm like, nah, that burger had a nigga fucked up. Plus, I don't know, that drive just always be making me feel sleepy. Yeah, it's pretty far. We live in the boonies. So. And it's a straight rock shot, so it's not like yeah. you have to like be alert turning and shit. Like You yeah. always gotta be alert driving, but it's just like, Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just but, drive straight just for X amount straight. of miles. Yeah. I had the fat Elvis that had peanut butter and bacon. It was really good. You liked it? Yeah, it was something different. I've always wanted to try it. You so. took like two bites. <laughs> <laughs> it was heavy. The peanut butter, it took me down. Oh, it had plantains on it too. It was it was good. Did you taste the egg at all on the burger? 
at like certain points, but not really. I, I didn't taste it at all. Yeah, like I taste like the yolk a couple. It times, had so much on it, it though. Maybe the egg just got lost. Maybe because there I was had, so much going on. I didn't even really taste the mayo either. It wasn't like for like, it to have yeah, so the way, much. Yeah, yeah, the way they made it seem like I mean. Four ounces of mayo just sounded like a lot. <laughs> they, they made it sound like yeah, they made it sound like, like why when even, I bit into it, the mayo was gonna yeah. drop out of it. Like why? Why determine how much mayo is in there? Like what's right. the point of that? Why don't you just say it got mayo? Four yeah. ounces of mayo. Because they like, want to make it sound real fat. Yeah, I guess. Are you yawning? <clears throat> That's what? that coronary. That was not shit. yawning. I had something in my throat and I had to get it out by opening by my yawning? mouth really wide. <laughs> I open my mouth. Usually, really someone would cough, or you know, I open my mouth really wide like you're again. doing again. I'm showing you an example. I had to. Do y'all want to not pod right now? Because I feel really disrespectful. That's what I had to do. Nobody yawns to get something was, out of their throat. Was, that was that was another um was example. That was convincing. <laughs> that, that was I was breathing it in because I had to get it, what was in my throat out. The bur- these burgers really took y'all out like this. Burger ain't take me out. What you talking about? I'm live in effect. And I'm live here. And direct. We gonna do this. Hey, you don't want to be my. No, get that the fuck out of here. What? It's already fading, and you just got it. You told it's not even fading. That's cap. So Jermaine got this shoe on the table. What is the shoe? It is the Pata Air Max One. It's a boutique sneaker boutique overseas. All right, whatever. It came with this dusty ass <laughs> anklet. <laughs> it came with a dusty ass anklet, and he gonna come presenting this shit to me Jesus in this because like in this little cocaine her. ass fucking Ziploc bag. Talking about I got you something. So I'm sitting here like thinking, oh maybe he got me something, and he pulls out a little dusty anklet, a Nike anklet. Talking yeah. about he thought of me. And I, no, I the shoe just came with a fucking dusty anklet and he was Damn. trying to put it on me and it's already yeah, fading. I made a promise to her to just do it. Get yeah. the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> shove it up your ass. Uh, whatever, I'm going to shove it up yours tonight. No, you're not. <laughs> Go put it on your goofy ass dog or something. No. I don't want it. Whatever, you're going to be wearing it next No, pod. the fuck I'm not. <laughs> you're going to have it on next pod. Like, no, the fuck. Put it on your fucking Cuban. How about that? What happened to... Um, whatever happened to... You know... What? The powder blue rocket wear suit and the Nikes. You don't remember that? Nigga. Hey, yo, I think I might wife her. I'm already, we married. Rock, we're Wears already suit, married. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm not you know in high saying? school. Get, the, get that the fuck away from me. You ever used to rock them like jumpsuits and shit? Yes, but yeah. not not at 38. <laughs> get that off my ankle. I don't get. Really? I don't want it. it. Your ankle. Is... Tie it to your shoe. They don't fit. Next. What are we talking about? Because I'm not, I'm done with this. It's crazy, y'all. Y'all see how I get treated? I don't do nothing but try to show her love. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought of her something special. You got an icebreaker? Or you yeah. just try like get right into the meat and potatoes. Oh damn, so you just gonna ignore it? <laughs> oh damn, you just gonna oh. talk over me? Yeah, I know you That's what it. you were saying? Nah, fuck you, bro. <laughs> I see damn. what type of pot this is gonna be today. <laughs> Niggas is fuck Jermaine pot. Fuck Jermaine. Yeah. That's what crazy. do you, what do y'all wash first when y'all get in the shower? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my underarms. My face. I wash my underarms first. I have the um the the face soap. Me too. And then I uh do that first. Do y'all use a wash rag when y'all wash up? I only yeah. use a wash rag to wash my underarms and my ass. And then <laughs> I use a loofah to wash the rest of my body. I use one rag, but I toss it out. So I always switch it. Like I wash my body first and then I wash like the under parts and then next next uh rag. Oh, okay. You don't use the same rag over and over? Nah. You toss it out like you throw it in the garbage? No, no, no. Just throw it in the laundry. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And then if I ever reuse it, it's only if I'm going to wash my balls again. But the same, if, if it touched my balls, not touching the rest of my body again. Until it's washed. So you never accidentally washed your ass first and then washed your body? Nah. <laughs> I've accidentally used the Jermaine? same rag. Huh? You done that before? No. <laughs> I don't think You ain't so. wiping that dookie all over your body. For real. I saw Bumby while I wash it. He was like, you're not washing. I was like, no, bro. We washed you your bum last. <laughs> <laughs> Even he already knows. Like, you ain't about to put that on my body. <laughs> Got to bend that thing. Right. He already, <laughs> he already knows. Do y'all feel embarrassed if you wash your ass and there's doo-doo on the rag? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to feel embarrassed. My whole point is to wash my ass to get whatever doo-doo is in there. <laughs> That's the whole point. Yeah, we always resort to doo-doo, son. Always. <laughs> Have you ever washed your ass and there was an embarrassing amount of doo-doo on the rack? No. Nah. <laughs> <I ain't> never... <laughs> that is just gross. I feel like that's disgusting even after you shit. Like, after you shit, you should be wiping some toilet paper. Right. And if you're going to wash your ass after... If you continue to use that, you should just stop right yeah, there. Like, that's nasty. Don't even shower. Wait till someone... Nah, yeah. <laughs> just go get back on the yeah, toilet. Yeah, just give up. Yeah, get back on the toilet. I know people that, that shit and get right in the shower afterwards. I can't yeah. I can't do that. Well, like, know. instead of washing... I mean, yeah, wiping was, their Basically, butt. they said that the water going to get the doo-doo type shit. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody literally told me that shit before. Yeah. Like that's really been no. the thing. That's nasty. Yeah. You still got a Nah, but they use they gonna use the rag. No, yeah. no, nah, <laughs> man, no. You still have to wipe your ass. What? Yeah. Mm. Was it a female or a male? Please say male. male. Oh male. god, gee, I was about to say. Honestly, I don't feel like I've had too many of these like doodoo conversations with girls. <laughs> it, don't, it don't really just me. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I you should have more of them with women and get to know and see what they're doing out here in the world. No, I mean I'm not. I'm not against it. I guess that's just not the first thing that comes to mind. No. Miss Thirty Something. Did you ever have? Would you look at a woman differently if she told you she um, showered without a wash rag or cloth? No, I would just think she was Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, I mean, maybe. Steve, you can see her color. I just think she gotta just be like more health conscious than me, hygiene conscious than me. Like, I gotta be hygiene conscious. Do you think it's cleaner than you? That's do you think it's not as clean to wash without a? Uh, uh... I mean, you have some technical difficulties. Kicks uh, abusing the tech. The tech. Yeah, I was just putting a. Uh... You know, the ankle bracelet we don't on care. the do ankle you, of my shoe because do, she 
wasn't showing it love, so I figured my she would get the love. Anyway, do what was I saying? Do you think it's less hygienic to wash up without a washcloth, even though you're using soap and everything? <clears throat> I just like the feeling of like the washcloth digging in my skin. Like, like I don't like scrubbing a, um, the dirt off. Yeah, I don't like a harsh washcloth either. Though, like the ones that'd be really. Yeah, get those loose. are the ones I like. Yeah. Scratch the dirt Scratch off. Scratch the dirt Get off. all the yeah. dirty and the dead skin off my sure. wash up with a rock. With a rock? No, I yeah. fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like the loofah too. But not um, not like the loofah loofah like the sponge. I like the one with the bristles. Is that called a loofah? What's the one? From the ocean? No, 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 no. Because when I think of a loofah... A loofah is just a sponge. Yeah. I like the one that's like... I don't know how to explain it. Like, it's like it got mad holes in it, and it's just like, yeah, that's like the ocean ones. Yeah, I like that one because I feel like it really be like getting yeah, under the, the skin and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel like you gotta have you gotta you gotta wash with something. Soap <laughs> just don't do it. Soap gonna have you smelling good, right? But like the rag is. I mean, you need like an exfoli- dead skin you need exfoliation. It's like, yeah, it's like when you have a greasy plate, you can rinse the plate and it'll look like nothing on it. And then you go like that <laughs> and it's still grease on the plate. Right. Yeah. So but when you put the dawn on it, it breaks the grease up. Mm, See, so you don't want nothing that powerful on your body. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around, got niggas uh, bleaching niggas and shit. I swear. <laughs> what about you, Jermaine? What about me what? Would you date someone who just washed up with their hands? Because I feel like, what about in your ass crack? You just wiping your ass crack with, with the your soap. hands. soap, that's nasty. This was times where I didn't have like a washcloth. I either like didn't have it or like I forgot to get it. And I just had to do what I had to do. But that's quick. one thing. I mean, just on a daily basis. Like that's what you do without question. Every day. Yeah, now nah, that's wild. And your asshole. <laughs> just, and that's crazy. And your asshole. <laughs> and then you gotta think. Just scooping. And, and what if y'all was already dating and then she told you that? Like y'all started talking about how y'all. No, 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 no. Not even that. Tell is you. it a deal breaker? Yeah, I got into it. What yeah. if you got into a shower? To, y'all took a shower together. Is it really a deal breaker? Yeah, girl, my girl has to be better than ass. me. Like just all but around. But is it a deal breaker? Yeah, she was just touching. Why? Your face. If I because you have to be the symbol of like what I can be. Like oh a, my god, that's cle- such a petty deal breaker. A cleaner, you gotta be a cleaner being than me. <laughs> that's and it gotta be like your. It gotta be like that is. So it gotta stupid. be like it gotta be you. Like it's not even something you try. It's like it just gotta be you. Would Would you be disgusted? Like say you had you already had sex and stuff, and then you got in the shower with her and you seen her just washing the soap with like just using the soap to wash her body up and she was like washing her ass with just the soap but then you remember during sex she had her fingers in your mouth would you be disgusted what you what you wasn't eating her ass what's the difference i'm just saying would you be disgusted what's the difference so you're asking me if she was so basically you're saying me seeing her do that Insinuates that that's what she always do. Like she don't yeah, clean herself right. Right. And then she have, but yeah, like there was times during sex she had her fingers in your mouth, and this is the first time you actually see. <laughs> <laughs> I will be disgusted. Oh my god, y'all are really. 
question? No. The nerve of two niggas to sit beside me. He don't eat ass, though. And be disgusted when y'all have the time. Y'all can't even wipe y'all ass properly. But I'm not putting my booty hole fingers in somebody's mouth. Are you fucking kidding me? What you mean? Oh, my fucking goodness. So do you have an issue with cleansing yourself? No. So but, that, so but, I'm, but I'm saying, like, this is not... It's not that serious to be, like, some deal breaker that she walked... That, well, he was, she's still your, cleaning. But, but that's your opinion. She's still cleaning that's herself. That's your opinion, though. Is that an adequate way? I just think y'all are very shallow, and it's nothing hey. to be like, hey, babe... Like, I see that you're cleaning yourself with the soap. Um, have you ever used a washcloth? Is it m- maybe that's how she grew up and she I'm just doesn't know? I'm not saying that's know. not an option. I'm just saying I would be disgusted in the moment. Why? The moment. Why so judgmental? Because that's just, that's that's how, just it how it is. feeling in the moment. You're judging us. Right, you're just. No, I think y'all are very. Fuck. I think y'all are very shallow, and I think she's very disgusting. That's so not disgusting. It's the same difference. How you're judging us, and we're judging her from being shallow. Why can't you just be understanding that that's just a preference? Why you got to judge me on my preference? I'm just. I'm just saying that I'm saying, I think do, it's shallow. Do you, you have feel to judge me on my like preference? Her. Do you feel like she's cleaning herself well? I think she's doing her best and trying. <laughs> Well, that's good. The fact that you say doing your best is not good enough. No, I'm saying that you she, could do your best, and your I'm your not, best could be not near not, what you, your your standard is. I think is. that she's she's doing what she knows how to do and cleaning herself the her, her best. I don't think I don't think she's dirty for doing it that way. I ain't saying I we was even saying all that. You didn't say she was dirty. You said it's just no. I'm just I'm not saying that you're saying she's dirty, but to be disgusted, I think is an extreme reaction. I feel like it wouldn't it wouldn't be an outward reaction. I wouldn't make her. She could look at you, brush her teeth, and say, "That nigga don't floss. He's fucking disgusting. I'm disgusted by that." I was just about to say that nigga had dirt in his nails. I'm disgusted. I know. Y'all find that shit charming. And I get that. But I'm just saying, like, it, I mean, I think it, I'm I'm just saying it's an extreme reaction. That's I like I saying. think it's like we said, like I'm not trying to be judgmental. That's the standard. I'm just saying it's well extreme. no, I ain't gonna say niggas be holding girls to any real standard like that. I just know for me. Cause I know Cause I'm not no dirty women, nigga. Like some I, women are I'm messy. Some women do not even clean themselves to that standard. I'm, so if she's in her ass with the soap, I feel like that's cleanliness. Because I know that some women don't even go that far to be clean. I, that's yeah, all I I'm saying. About those girls. I, I know niggas that have had sex with shorties and looked around like, damn, this bitch's crib is dirty as hell. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So there are some women that are just not clean. Yeah, for sure. But that... <laughs> So that's why I'm saying, like, if she's washing with soap and she just simply doesn't have a rag, but she's like using her ass, she's, I mean, her hands, her hands, and she's like all over, and you know what I what mean. If, what if she, you know, some chicks be talented with their ass cheeks. What if she put the soap in the crack of her ass and it's and like it's clapping it, it up and down? And she's talented. <laughs> I'd say that's a clean bitch. I'm sorry. I'm, and the soap dropping is what are we talking about right now? <laughs> and she's such a natural. Bubbles is coming 20 out. I'd minutes say that's of a literally clean, nothing. I'd say that's a clean ass right there. Word. You want to put your face in there? Nope. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'd smell it. 
know. Y'all lying like fuck. I'm pretty sure y'all put y'all face near some ass that was washed with hands. Nah. But I, unknowingly, I guarantee it. Unknowingly. So yeah. you feel like D flat most girls are dirty? Or most girl, or like you know what I'm saying? What are you trying to say? Are you saying like I'm not saying most girls are dirty. I'm saying that y'all don't know a lot about girls' cleanliness. Mm, I guess that's fair. That's fair to say. But I know, at least from what I've been around, that's certain women, they've been on me about things I think is normal. So I'm like, okay, she's extra OCD about cleaning. It's annoying, but that makes me feel good. But what know- y'all don't know is some people might be extra OCD about cleaning when niggas is around. Mm, to put on, yeah. Women do do that. Well, hey, then I'm trapped in that genjutsu. Like that, <laughs> it is what it is. I love, if you got me feeling like you clean, you did a good job. <laughs> right. I mean, cause I'm hey, what like, else? I, I, shit else I can do about it. <laughs> when the when the coochie stink, that's how I know. That yeah, that that's that's when there's no <laughs> there's no tricking a nigga with that. There ain't no hypnosis about that. Right, the nose, hey, the nose will twitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not sure. It do be swear. funny though. Like a nigga would be dirty as hell, worrying about another bitch hygiene and shit. Like swear. That. <laughs> that bitch dirty. That nigga ain't showering like three days. <laughs> I mean, judgmental like, as fuck. Hey, but I mean, nigga, when the last time you cleaned your ears? Hey. <laughs> Check a nigga ears. But that's like a right. chick saying a nigga broke, but she working the same job the nigga works. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's we all common. have our hands. Yeah, this is just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, what we I'm don't see what we do. We only judging others. Speaking of um, chicks talking about niggas working, so this came across my Facebook the other day, and um, I was just curious what y'all thought. So we were. Um, talking about like people staying in marriages and stuff the other day so this chick um asked this question and I just wondered what y'all thought so her husband came to her and she was like my husband came to me and said he admitted to me that he's gay (laughs) (laughs) and I just wanted to know what you guys thought if I stayed with him um, as roommates because I don't have any work experience and I don't have any money and um, we just live together in separate rooms. And I took this as she doesn't have any like self-worth or any like self-esteem and she just doesn't want to let her marriage go. And she was saying that she didn't want to like separate for the kids and for money. And I was like, that nigga been knew he was gay. He just didn't pop up and be like, I'm right. gay. She been knew he was gay too. Yeah, that's what I meant. I was getting to that too. Like she been knew he was gay because she's way too comfortable with like the, the revelation. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, so he popped up and said he was gay and you're just all of a sudden like comfortable with this dynamic and you want to be roommates. Like, yeah, usually you would be what? like down bad. Like, are you truck. kidding me? What you're gonna get out and pay for me to be okay with these kids while you be getting the fuck up out my house? Like, I'm I'm sorry. Like, and I don't mean it because you know I support the community and everything. But you led me on and like grew this family. You're completely changing the dynamic of my future at this point. And I just feel like 
if you come to me and tell me you're gay, like you've been knew that, you know what I right. mean? So I just want to know like what you guys thought about women who decide to make decisions to stay in situations like that. Is the reason why she, I mean, <laughs> is she, does she want to leave? Like, no. are, they, are they done having sex? Well, he's gay, so. Yeah, okay. And I'm saying when he brought it to her, does he want does he want a divorce? Like he wants she to didn't stay with her? say. That's not because it, it just sounds like if ain't none of I guess he's willing he's to stay in a roommate situation with her because it just sounds I guess like, he's trying to like if he doesn't divorce her, he doesn't I don't to, know if it's low self-worth, if it's like she's just trying to come up on a nigga. Like if she don't have if if she, what is she sacrificing? Can she go out and date and have a life too as a roommate? Like, can she have her own life? Or she got to remain like a prisoner of him while he go be fucking on men. Then it would be like, all right, that's a little self-worth. Yeah, but, that's wild. Yeah. But if it's like- Like a, a friendship thing. A friendship thing. And he's still paying the bills. And she still got the crib. And she could go be with another nigga. She winning. Then it's, yeah, I guess I didn't look at it that way. Nah, I still feel like it's low self-worth. Yeah. I feel like it's low self-worth simply because how you- are you really that not invested in being with a man to the point where you had kids by this man mm-hmm. and you married him and you're telling me that like you're extremely comfortable with him coming out? Her reaction should have been like uh, Janet Jackson's reaction on uh, For Color Girls. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> she should have reacted like that, like right. been fucking distraught. Right. When did she Get the did? fuck out my house type right. shit. Yeah. That's so. how I when did she did? And then like the dust settled, and then this is the conclusion she comes to after the fact. I just well, feel like she wouldn't, if you was that, if you're that broken, you're not coming to no conclusion on no shit like that. If if you're that broken. When she posted it, she made it seem like it just happened. And she was like, I don't know what to do because I don't have any work experience. And should I stay so we can so I don't have to pay for this and pay for that. And he's he can pay for us to live together as a roommate situation. And I was just like, you're putting this on Facebook. What the fuck? Yeah, that should just all sound like she was worried about the financial aspect. Yeah, of like, course. She's... And she, well, she was like, "I still love him, and um, I just, I want to, I don't want to lose our friendship." And I was like, "Friendship, bitch, fuck him. He's, yeah. he's changing everything that you guys promised each other for the future. Like, did you? Mm. Were you that naive and just wanted love, and I just you didn't she... see he was gay, or were you that in denial? You know what I'm saying? I feel like she's that in denial because her her reaction. Like yeah. we're looking for advice well, on something extreme. She's in denial. Extreme. About everything she was in denial up to that point. You saying? I don't know. No, no. I'm saying that she's in. She's being in denial of her own emotions. Emotions. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's how I. Like feel. She's trying to act like she's not hurt. Or yeah. Something. I feel yeah. like she's just. I feel like it's such an extreme hurt for her that she's trying to sweep it under the rug. Okay. That's how I feel. So do you feel like subconsciously she wants to stick around, but she's using the money shit as like yep. some shit? Okay, that's deep. Because she's super connected right. to the situation. She right. got two kids with the nigga. You think she want to go out and be a single mom and struggle? And then not have any like experience yeah. with but the, life that and no support? I feel like that goes back to the uh, financial part. It, go, it goes, but it's for both. 
it's it's a, a to to pull yourself away from somebody. Yeah. She's not going to not only not have financial support, she's not going to have the support, the emotional support either. Because she depends on him for everything. Exactly. Yeah. So, but I feel like she's mainly focusing on the. You financial. see, the question was the easier thing to think about. It, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that is why that's the perspective I'm looking at. My grandma keeps calling me. It's <laughs> <laughs> the second time it must be. And she left a voicemail, but we was. So what if he was gay, but he still wanted to like be with her and have a relationship with her, but like. So he wanted to have a gay, a bisexual polygamous relationship? Or no, or he was like bisexual, but he's committed to his woman. Kind of like but not your situation. Men. Like you're clearly, not me. Both no, sides. I'm, I'm clearly what? Like you like women, but you are committed to your relationship. Oh, okay. And maybe, you know, that you divulged that early on. Maybe he didn't. Um, but it's not changing his intentions. The dynamic's gonna change because he dropped the bomb, but he's like, yo, I'm just wanting to let you know like this is a part of me that I haven't shown you. And it's not changing what we got going on. Since we've been together, I've only been faithful to you. Regardless, but he of said me. I'm gay. True. He say I'm bi. Well, I mean, now we just playing. I'm playing like just oh, devil's advocate. Yeah, you know, we be, all speculate. That would be one thing, but he said I'm gay and let's be roommates. Like he's not like. <laughs> also, he's bi. already setting the standards. So right. she don't have a choice. To yeah, be, uh, questioning whether or not. Yeah, he's not on. like right. I'm bi and I want to like. Dibble and dabble. He's like, I'm gay. I'm not into you. <laughs> so he basically like broke up with her. Yeah. yeah he's like, he's basically like, I'm just, he's like, life. I'll stay here. I'm gonna move out of this room because I don't really like pussy. I really want dick. So right. I know we've been married for X amount of years, but I wasn't really feeling that. So I'll take care of you still, but. Yeah, I love my kids and um you know Damn. is that like women's biggest fear? He's an omnivore. I, I He's don't not know. A <laughs> I don't know if that's women's biggest fear. Yum, I mean yum. it's a fear. <laughs> a fear. Woman's biggest fear is getting cheated on. Yeah. You feel like it'll hurt more to get cheated on by the guy of your dreams than the guy of your dreams to turn out to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga couldn't even get it all the way out, man. <laughs> like, what would you rather deal with? And it's like this. You know what? Let's even go further. You walk in a room, he's cheating on you on, with man. a woman, and then you walk in a room, and he's cheating on you with a man. I'd rather just get cheated on. I wouldn't want him to be gay. If he's gay, it's a rap. <laughs> I, have, I can't Nigga compete. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> a rap. If he's gay, I'm not. It's what can I do? Right. But I'm saying that's that will hurt you more. Yeah. Okay. Because I'd feel ultra like it's deceiving to get cheated on. Like that's deceit. Yeah. But if you're gay and you didn't tell me you had attraction to men and I find out then there's like an ultimate deceit because then there's like a whole nother side to you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know anything about. Yeah. I feel like that's fucked up for niggas to do that. 
to be with a woman, have kids, get yeah. married, build a whole family, and the whole time you want a man. That shit's <laughs> fucking shady. Yo. It is shady. That's but like if you like go out here and fuck shady. a bitch, like that's deceit. But it's like. I mean, we can break up or whatever. We can move past that. Like, whatever. I don't know. Well, I mean, but, but that's common. If you I fuck guess. a nigga and you like men and shit, like, you can, I don't, how can we move past that? Like, I don't, are you gay? Or are you bi? Like, I don't know. Like, right. there's just too many unanswered questions. I just, I couldn't, right. I'd never stop thinking about that. Damn. Because I don't know. Mm. I, I just don't know. Mm-mm-mm. It's one thing to be bad. It's another thing for you to just be like, "Is it though?" Yeah, because if, yeah. if you get, yeah, because men can be bisexual. No, I'm talking the, about for you, for, for me? a woman. Yeah, yeah. Do you think? What do you for, mean? Would you would you like, date a bisexual man? Or if the dude came to you and told you that he's bi instead of just saying gay, he said, "You know what? I'm bi." She gonna say bi. Bye bye bye. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I'd have a because it's the same. It's the same thing as being gay, as far as the aspect of the man and him not (laughs) saying like, oh, that part of his life, even though he still includes women. You know, you know they say a man can't be bi. Like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, if you, wow, like if most you of the time one they're man, just you gay. gay. Yeah, that's not fair. No, nah, I don't think that's true. But no, I'm I don't just, think that's yeah. true either. But they're saying like even if you still fuck women, but I you're think gay. I think the that's the that's the truth of how it's viewed. Yeah, that's how, how it's viewed. viewed. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the cardinal sin. Yeah, no, I don't think that's true. That's for women. Up. What for when a guy decides to be bi? In a lot of women's eyes, he might as well just be gay. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't think a man is just gay because he's bisexual. Yeah, because he fucks men. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, I don't think so either. But that's what, you know, we're seeing the perception. No, yeah, yeah I, I, that went over my head. But um, I was saying I disagree with that. Yeah. But yeah, so... We just had a wild ride of uh, <laughs> randomness. Randomness. But we make it sound good. Yeah. <laughs> I had to uh, block my dad the other day. Because he usually be like poking and prodding on Instagram sometimes. Just like commenting on stuff and like the DM or something or my story. And I usually ignore it. But then, like, one day, I don't know, him just uh, saying some shit to me just really, really triggered me. And it was just like, yo, it started making me think about a lot of the reasons why I be having, like, anger issues and, like, emotional issues. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know, because I've talked to my dad before. And we've I've tried to be vulnerable. And I, I mean, I, I've successfully been vulnerable with him as of late. But it seemed like it didn't really work. Or it's like it just it's not over as to like me feeling some type of way. And I don't know. I just had to like, I didn't like block him from my phone or nothing. So you can still reach out to me. But the thought of just having him lurking on Instagram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like, it just felt like another trap. So I had to block him. 
And it felt good. This guy felt like I kind of. Do you want to elaborate on what he said? Well, the whole thing, I was talking about people being closed off because mm-hmm. there was a post about somebody saying like how they've been through so much pain that they can't feel hurt no more. Mm-hmm. And I disagreed. And I was just saying like, it's not that you can't feel hurt no more. You're blocking yourself from the opportunity to get hurt. And then somebody else got in the uh, comments section or the DMs trying to debate me on whether or not what I'm saying is valid, you know? And I've gotten to the point where, like, I don't need to, like, argue no more. I just, like, you say what you say. And once I start seeing that you're not being genuine when I ask certain questions, I know we're just going to be talking in circles. Right. So, you know, I just let people see the conversation to determine, like, their own opinion. And I put out a poll and I was just asking people like what they thought, whether like in this conversation, do you feel like this person is closed off or not? You know, and some it, it got 50 50. It's just funny that the people one, the girl who I argue with, she voted. So it's like, <laughs> <all right. laughs> um, oh my God. and my dad was somebody who voted. And I'm just like, OK, well, two people that are closed off. So not surprised. Right. But it just kind of really. Like you had the audacity to really like comment right and like vote against it, not knowing like how much you've like hurt mm-hmm. a lot of the people around you mm-hmm. and you can't really even acknowledge it for real. Mm-hmm. Or if you can you can acknowledge it, but you can't really even feel anything about it. It's like it's so in the past, it's so beyond you that we just gotta forget about it and just like start anew mm-hmm. and for a lot of people that's just not good enough mm-hmm. and you know I just thought that was a real slap in the face mm-hmm. and then the comment he said was basically like some come to God shit and I'm just like bruh <laughs> so that really definitely like triggered me cause like, like you know growing up we was very religious and he he fell off that path so inadvertently we fell off too cause we followed everything he did so it was just like I just have a problem with like people still feeling like they have the answers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it was like a lack of respect where he clearly, I'm not saying I do, but like it's just like that lack of respect as a man or me coming into manhood that he still like talks at me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And literally seeing how I displayed like all my points in, in the post for you to then still go and be like, all right, Nah, like she wasn't being closed off. Like, are you serious? Cause it may, and it's like it's it has less to do with her and more to do with like I used to look at him like a very like wise and smart person. Uh-huh, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? So like all that and just like with other like shit that's gone on in my life, like pertaining to him, it just really like like I got real angry, like real angry, you know. And I just didn't like that. He was getting that amount of control because mm-hmm. he's allowed to have access to my Instagram. So yeah, I had to block him. Good for you. Yeah, yeah man, you gotta take them steps if you feel like somebody's not a good for you know you gotta protect your energy. And if yeah. they're not good for your energy, it don't matter who they are in your life, they gotta fucking go. Yeah, sorry. And I can relate to you because I blocked my dad on Instagram. Yeah, I think you definitely helped inspire that. I remember you telling me that story, mm-hmm. and I was saying. I was having those issues from before with my dad. Just like, I don't want you so close. This is too, 
Nah, it's, just stay on my text messages or something. But, yeah, right, but Instagram right. is it's like, your phone. yeah, and it's, it's just it's like YouTube. Shit. Why you even got an Instagram? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's the same. I say the same shit about my dad. Like, I I love you, but I put a lot of my personal life on the net. You know what I'm saying? And the fact that you you're not even trying to be in my personal life, but you feel like you can have a front row seat doesn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Because it's like a lack of personal effort. Like Exactly. You don't have to take effort. You could just view my shit. Right. Because I put it out there. Right. And so you, you get to nah. have a say. Yeah. yeah. So you like, can feel nah, like you connected. you don't get to see my <laughs> shit. Yeah. So nah. you can feel like you got, you're keeping up with me. Like, right. Like, mm. yeah. I, like, you could tell the next person you know what I'm doing because mm-hmm. you see my life on the internet. Yeah. Mm. And nah. it's like, nah, you're not, that's the easy way out, dog. Nah. And with me, everything is, you got to earn shit around here. Right. That's what type of nigga I am. So, you know, the next person might say, oh, you're being petty or you just ain't let go of whatever hurt you're not done. When it's like, no, Damn. I've been let that shit go. If that nigga called me today, we could have a whole conversation. If he wanted to start from scratch and build a relationship, yeah. I'm down for it. It's on him, though. But it's on him. Exactly. I'm not sitting here. I've tried several times to call and reach out to my dad. I've done it. I've done my part. Yeah. I had, but I, I'm now okay. Finally, at a place where I'm okay with not having a relationship with him. Yeah. I'm not forcing shit. Like, I, I, I'm i okay. I don't have, but other people that's you know, want to judge and be on the outside looking in, they don't understand that. Or they themselves haven't grasped that people just don't have to be in your life, no matter who it is. But y'all are the sons. Exactly. Y'all do not have to reach to your fathers to look for the relationship, your fathers should come to y'all for the relationship. Yeah, and people be having shit. Your fathers up. don't need to be watching y'all from afar on Instagram to seek what's going on in your lives. They need to be reaching out to you personally. So Man. fuck that. They should be blocked on your Instagrams. Right. And they need to be reaching out to you personally. Yeah. So good for y'all. But, you know, for blocking them. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've gotten used to not having him around anyway. Like, right. I won't act like you know he he hasn't like he. I look at my dad and my relationship like in windows, mm-hmm. phases of present, mm-hmm. phases of not present. Mm-hmm. Right. The present yeah. phases there was there was there was some long periods of time, and there was also <laughs> long periods of time of non presence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I feel like you know he definitely loves his kids. Um. And he, you know, he tries to reach out and I give him that. But it's it's like one thing about the effort, but then it's another thing about like the actual content of like when we're interacting. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't feel, it don't feel good to have to like coach my dad into how to treat me right. or how to speak to me or to even like know me. Like, right. you know, it's, you know, because it's like that old school mindset is just like you think you know your child. Or you're mm-hmm. thinking for your child. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, maybe it would have been more receptive if we started from the bottom up. Right. But it's just like... He hasn't grown. So even if y'all started from the bottom up, it would still be a cap on who you are. Yeah, it would have affected me even worse probably. Mm-hmm. Um, But it's just that, yeah, it's just like, it feels like something like damn near irre- irreparable unless he was to like really like I feel like I need that nigga to grovel for real, mm-hmm. you know. And I, obviously, he's too proud to do it. 
And I'm not too proud to, I mean, he's too proud to probably do that. And I have no problem letting that part of me like die. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you are going to be hurt or, you know, he he shows in ways that he's hurt by his kids not really being around. You know what I'm saying? Um, But more in like judgment, you know what I'm saying? But really he's hurt. Um, So I think it hurts him more than it hurts me. I've been hurt my whole life for him not being around. So it's nothing new for me. You know what I'm saying? At this point. But it's just like, I can't just, I have to see like a physical showing of like being sorry. Like I feel like it's beyond just words and actions. Cause he was the type of dad who was like the, you know, he had money and shit and he felt like throwing money at things was what's going to fix things and stuff like that. So it's just like all those surface level things are like dead to me at this point. You know, I wish that the older generation would just see how small gestures would just mean a lot to their kids and, you know, just try, you know, just like a small gesture of just reaching out to y'all and just being like, just start small and just even reach out, like start with like once a week, like. Hey, son, you know, like, I know I wasn't around. I just want to check on you. How you doing? Simple. You know what I mean? And yeah. just start there and gradually build the relationship up until you can have those conversations of, you know, like deeper elements and stuff like that. Just so you can build some kind of relationship. And it doesn't it may not even get like to the depth of where you may feel like it needs to reach, but to somewhere that you can have some type of relationship. So you both can have an understanding of like each other's feelings and you know, you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Just something. And we've had those, we like the last conversation we had was actually like a pretty good one, but at the same time, like it just didn't feel like enough because like, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, and we're both closed off people, so it's not yeah. like I have all the tools to really be able to it's pick it all hard. apart. Right. It's right. like that generation, they just feel like they feel like their kids owe them something. And then it's like, y'all don't owe them anything. Like it's it's too much pride. Yeah. It's, and it's hitting a wall. It it the, what it is is our generation didn't deal with feelings. Yeah. Right. So they whatever you mean their generation. Yeah, they're yeah. Their generation didn't deal with feelings. So whatever age the trauma affected, whatever age hurt affected them most, they shut down at that age. And that's the age that they stayed emotionally. So that whole generation was like that. So it's like they might have aged, but they never grew. So so that's why it's like you got motherfuckers that's in their 50s. Acting like they still need sixteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. They still act at sixteen. They still act as if they need got some type of guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why it's like when you communicate with them, it's like, why do I have to guide? And that's you? what it's let like me know, like he's not really a leader because he 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 tried to make it seem like it was my fault that we didn't have a relationship. And it's like, oh why yeah, that's the problem, bl- right why there. Why are you blaming your child? Yeah. Right. Because make his, it happen. His excuse my was like, um, oh, like. 
you never wanted to be home. You wanted to hang with your cousins, or you wanted to play video games. You wanted to do what this. What do you mean? So why didn't like, you? Why didn't you play video games with me? Right. Why didn't you play the sports with me? Just because you can't control the terms of what I want to do, that doesn't mean we can't have a relationship. Yeah. That means you was making this shit about you. You know exactly. what I'm saying? I'm a kid. I don't know what I. I'm just going with the wind. Nigga, I need guidance. So you gotta follow me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or not even necessarily follow me because. But you should have had that. Con- me. Yeah, you should have had that oversight of just like, all right, let me read my, my kid. Let me this. figure let out me what he likes so him. I can get in. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Right. But he took that as I didn't want to be around him. It was right. just like, yeah, that's well, what. What about his dad? Shit, his dad. Your grandpa. I, well, the most I know is he left my grandma um, for a white girl. <laughs> You know, but I mean, he's not a bad person. Though. I feel like, I mean, I'm sure he has his shit too. But I've talked to my grandfather, and I talked to his wife, and they that same white girl, uh, they're together now, and she seems like a nice lady. And um, so, the, but but was he there for his for your dad? I would say no. Okay, so then that's why, because it's yeah, trickling yeah, yeah. down. He's not breaking yeah. the yeah. generational curse, so he's feeling like. He still needs a dad. He was never taught how to be a dad. Uh, right. Yeah, you know. So that's why he's coming at you. Well, like, you didn't do it. He's, like, putting his abandonment issues of his father on you. Right. Yeah. It's making excuses. Yeah. It seems like that generation did that a lot. They did that a lot. That's the same thing with my dad. You could reach out. You could call me here. Tell James to give you my number. Like, that's the type of stuff my dad say. And I'm like, dude, I've been reaching out to you for years since I was a kid. I could recall me always calling you. And the only time you called me is when you needed something. You never called me to say, hey, you would like call me to try to size me up. And then at the end of towards the end of the conversation, you want to ask me for something. Hmm. You give your dad, if your dad need $20 or you know what I'm saying, what, what shoes you got her. And I would always be like, why you do this, nigga? I already know you want this is this is what you're gonna do. I'm no longer disappointed. It's just like just call and ask the question because I already know that you're going to be on bullshit. Yeah. And uh, that was just the dynamic for years. Like, it would be it would be weird shit. Like, um, he would come meet my aunt at my house and my aunt would be staying with me and he would come up and, like, get some money off my aunt and I ain't seen him in, like, two, three months and he'll get the money and then he'll leave. And then she'll come back in the house like, oh, your dad was outside. And what? And say anything to you? Ain't say nothing to me. Like, nigga, why didn't you come in? Or like, like just weird shit like that. Like, I never understood that. <laughs> like, and I just, like I said, it's literally because he's not thinking about nobody but himself. So he's not even thinking, let me see my child. It could be that or he could be embarrassed. I ain't seen him in a minute. I'm too embarrassed to, or feel ashamed. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. But yeah. I never took it as like am I mental now? I can say that, but the at the time it's like fuck, dude, because he don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, it's like that. I I took it straight as you know for the negative. The irony of it all is like yeah, you chalk it up to like niggas don't know nobody, right? You know what I mean? So it's just like you can't really even like judge for real. I can't even get mad at it, him because yeah. he ain't had no dad. So it just sucks being a human, like. You want to just fall into that simple conclusion, like you right. hurt me and you're bad for hurting me. 
Right. Not knowing like that nigga been hurt too and he don't know how to love type he, shit. He don't know at all. You know what I'm saying? And, and, then, and the difference between me and him is I do the, you know, because he did that to me, I start putting that shit on my son. But the difference is I can actually take ownership of the things that I'm doing and realize it and then correct it. Yeah. And I got Sean because she helped me recognize some of the stuff and I can correct it because my whole goal is I want to be better. That's the difference. It's not like I don't give a fuck or like I want to be able to recognize the things I'm doing so that I can connect with my child more because I have it's making me have to deal with that hurt because you know my my therapist said you know as much as you want to be better sometimes you end up being just like the person that hurt you and the only way to be better is heal yourself to be able to be better for your child yes wow. mm-hmm uh speaking of all of these topics with fathers and sons um it is men's mental health month um i'm glad you guys are discussing these things um i hope you guys are taking into consideration your um, mental health have you guys been doing anything um this month to consider your mental health and take care of yourselves mm-hmm. you have yeah what are some things? You know, I do deep breathing. And I work on... Uh, I feel like like I do any any month, I try to work on whatever it is I'm dealing with emotionally. Like any emotional triggers that I can recognize. Mm-hmm. I focus on those things and I, I deal with it. And by dealing with it, I mean like saying it out loud, what hurts me if I need to cry... If I need to write it down, whatever I need to do to get it off, I feel angry. Like I do those things. Like that's those are tools that are that are part of my everyday life to release. To release. What about you, Smiles? I don't. I haven't got to that point where I've done. Actually, no. I think I've tried writing down something. He he told me about that, like as a tool. But I think what's really just helped me is just just for my mental health is um really just understanding my my thought process mm-hmm. and accepting it and not judging myself for it and also like not attaching so much of my validation to things that like I can't really control and doesn't really have you know depth and meaning like you know what I'm saying when it came to like um music and stuff like that in my career I've been learning to like let go more of just like the goal and the the highs and lows of whatever wins or losses and just be more accepting of just like me and knowing that I'm worth whatever come whatever level of success that I get or not um I feel like that's helped me a lot with my mental health more, you know yeah um I'm just so being more glad. accepting of myself I'm glad. and then um just trying to be more um what's it called like just open you know what i'm saying like trying to you know when i told you all about the whole like male identity thing mm-hmm. and like you know being open to let people be closer to me like i've you know i feel like it's helped a lot even just with with us you know like even like talking to you the other day i feel like that really 
made me feel good. You know, me like, too. cause I, like, like he even said, he's like, if I ain't talking to him, I ain't talking to nobody. <laughs> I go long periods of time to myself. So, you know, like I had called, you know, Devin the other day, we had a good conversation. That's good. So it's just like keeping in contact with the world <laughs> for yeah. real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Been, Cause that helps your mental yeah. health. Cause you, yeah. you have to bond and have yeah. intimacy with people. I don't be doing that. That was good for me too, though, because I don't talk to nobody. Yeah. I talked to Jermaine, like, even right. like with my sister, like, I called her the other day because I was just like, I ain't talked to you in a while. And we live together. Like, she lives downstairs. Like, I literally don't be talking to nobody. Like, people will be calling me and I'll just like look at the phone. I just isolate it's the invisible walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny that you mentioned this topic because I was trying to figure out a way to include incorporate what I wanted to say mm. into what you're saying about mental health. Uh-huh. And I, I just had an epiphany. Like I was um, talking to my barber a couple weeks ago about, you know, just feeling like I'm being judged. Cause I used to do a lot of judging, but I'm at a place where I would, I want to be understood. So I want, I'm learning to understand others more and mm-hmm. not judging and put a cap. So like when you say stuff like, um, like when you was just saying like, you know, you're, we're shallow and things like that, like that type of stuff for me is like, it, it, it will affect me because it feel like you're putting a cap on who I am. Um. And so I don't want to treat people like that. That's why I stopped. Like I, I may use names when I'm angry and that's just being angry, but who I am is like, I want to understand why people are, you know, why people tick. So I don't ever want to put a label on them because that's not giving them room to grow. It's just like keeping them here. And I feel like what my barber, I was about to pipe up on the nigga. And, <laughs> and I had to realize like, so even when I go back to the barbershop, I was thinking about like, I have to apologize to him. Even though we still squashed it and was cool, I still feel like I owe him apology as a man just because I had that moment really helped define what I needed to do as a man because I felt like I surround myself around too many judgmental people. So like when I'm being called, you know, like petty, like I don't accept that. You know what I'm saying? I don't accept. I feel like that's me. I feel like I'm, I'm being misunderstood by the things that I choose to do because there's a reason behind it, an emotional reason that, is true to my morals and my values. You know what I'm saying? What I stand behind. So it's like, uh, like just the names that I've been called around, the people that I've kept around me and stuff like that and questioned, you know, why I do things the way that I do instead of like trying to be understanding and accepting of that. It, the, the quote that came to my mind is, if everybody around you... If you're sm- the smartest person in your circle, then you're not in a circle. You're in a cage. Mm-hmm. So I'm realizing that I have been putting myself in a cage, which is emotionally damaging to me and mm-hmm. my mental because it's not allowing me to soar because I need to eliminate, you know what I'm saying, hearing people put labels and shit like that on me. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. Like I could take it from random strangers, but when it's people closest to me, I'm realizing how damaging that is to me. Uh, you're talking in a lot of oh. circles. I don't, I don't. I'm confused. Okay, so I know I'm I'm trying to get it all out. 
So what I'm basically saying is I am no longer tolerating anyone close to me judging me if they can. I, I get that, but you start talking about your barber and Yeah, I was talking I talked about my barber because that led me to like that moment made me ch- want to change the perception of how I think and the people that I want around me. Like it was like, why am I getting so aggressive with the barber? Because I felt like yeah, but he was judging you're me. You're not telling the story of what happened at the barber. So Oh, because I didn't be I wasn't specific on that. Okay. Um when I was at the barbershop, I was talking to him about being misunderstood. And I was talking to him about uh like being around family members and friends that have judged me just growing up for the years and not trying to understand me. And as I got older, I started to be more respecting, respectful and understanding of the people that were around me, but they're still treating me the same way. So when I was saying that to him and he started to say like, you know, those actions that I'm taking may be petty. I started to get aggressive towards him because I felt like he was judging me. Mm -hmm. So the reaction of, piping up on him that wasn't for him that was for the people who've judged you exactly so it's like i have to in that moment it made me feel like okay i'm in a cage and i have to release that negative energy and not allow that to be in my day-to-day so and it's even to the point where i'm learning like okay i've already learned not to let people you know close to me even if they're family now it's to the point where it's like I'm no longer even like having converse, deep conversations about who I am to people that don't deserve it or respect me or want to understand me. Like, cause I could play people into like just having normal conversation, mm-hmm. but to like peel back layers to people to be judged is something that I feel like I no longer have to do. Cause unknowingly I will do that and have conversations like that with people to end up being judged. And it's like it's like another way to protect my mental space. Am I making sense? Am I making sense to anybody? No, I'm not. I get what you're saying for the most okay. part. I guess I was uh, I was trying to figure out like who like do you feel like you're being judged by? Okay. That, yeah. yeah. All right. My family. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, because you kind of didn't um, elaborate on that part. Okay. So yeah. I'm like, trying to. I'm, I'm, do I'm, you feel like we're judging you because you're? Mm. You're kind of like, I'm trying to bring it out the best way I, I know how. I don't feel like the difference between y'all judging me is you feel like we judge you. I feel we've had or we've had uh, arguments and conversations about y'all judging me, but we've but in those conversations, y'all have worked to understand me and then was like, okay, I was judging in that moment. Okay, so I don't feel like y'all are included in me being in a cage. The okay. difference is I communicate with y'all and if y'all take it away and then we break it down, you're like, okay, so I don't look at you like a judge, like you're judging me. I look at you like you're mis- you're probably misunderstanding me. Okay. And take and taking it wrong. So when we discuss it, it's like, okay, no, that's it. And I and I like I'm not perfect. I do that too. That's why I apologize and say, mm-hmm. you know what, I was judging you. I apologize. So I'm not referencing, I'm not, I'm not talking about people that 
you know, are not are just misunderstanding me. No, I'm referring okay. to like family. Not that you were saying people who was close to you. So I'm like, we don't yeah. want close to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's, why that's why I'm like, it's a some, little. This is new. You just for start me. going off on a tangent yeah. about this. This is new for me, so I'm trying to like express it in yeah. the best way I know how, without expressing it in an aggressive way. Yeah. So I'm trying to like talk it out without coming off aggressive, and it's like it's hard for me to to get it all out. Yeah. So with y'all here sitting with me talking about it, like it sounds, it's like I'm rambling, but you're helping me come together. With yeah, it. come together yeah. with it because it's something new. Like this is a new area that I'm stepping in for myself. Yeah. That I didn't recognize that I was doing. So it's like excuse me. This is all stuff that I I have allowed, you know, even from my family members, you know, from a, a early age up until now. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't look at y'all as like your judgmental people. You know what I'm saying? I look at you like we aren't we the what judgmental people? Aren't we? Like basically saying like we like aren't we judgmental? Like I mean we not even saying like towards you specifically, but like don't we as people judge? Like yeah, we as people judge, but the difference is we we judge for lack of understanding. So if you're not you're not just judging me, you're trying to understand me. That's the difference. Like yeah. I'm trying to, Sean's trying to understand me as her husband. I'm trying to understand her as your wife. I'm referring to people that like there's still room for it to be enlightened. Like people yes. just stick with however narrative they right. decide to stick with. I don't want to be. I no longer want to associate with those kind of people. That's okay. what I'm trying to say. That I didn't realize myself how much that was affecting my mental. Yeah, I didn't like so to like to this day, like you me. feel like 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 you like like your group chat or something. Or... No, not even that. Like with them, I with with them and stuff, I already feed that with a wooden spoon. Yeah. I don't even have that on where my text is pop up. I pop in when I choose to. Yeah. And I don't give any personal information. That's why I said it was hard. It's hard for me to elaborate and express this. Maybe I should have thought about it harder or how I would have said it before I brought it <laughs> on the pot because it took a lot of time. But I didn't know how to break it down. I'm just saying as far as like where I've put myself at emotionally. And I didn't realize that I was still sitting there. Yeah. So I'm now to a place where it's like I'm going. I'm letting that stuff go and freeing myself, and no longer being able to, no longer putting myself in that box or cage that I felt like I was in. Like I'm now releasing that energy. I was carrying it. Yeah. I was holding on to that shit for years. I didn't realize I was until yeah. I started it. Because you feel like piping up on a stranger. You feel like people's. <laughs> right. You feel like people's judgments. Were affecting you more than you were letting on. Yeah, right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> like so simply put, I just couldn't. Under, I couldn't. I didn't know how to nah, say. Yeah, it. I feel like that's all we all put yeah. on a brave face and we all put on a hard face where it's like yeah. fuck you to the world, but it's like right. really like nah, like niggas is hurt. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Right. Like I don't like to be considered anything that I don't feel like I am. Like you know, even when it comes down to like sometimes, there's only been. It, it's funny too because there's. It's only been two times or three times somebody like outwardly tried to like question me. And it's like, as far as like my uh, identity and shit. And it really, like, I'll, I could move forward and be like, all right, like, whatever. Like, I know me. But it really hurt. Like, I remember I was, I was working at the Waffle House when I first moved here. And it was these white boys 
And it was all cool. I thought we was just kicking it, chilling. Mm-hmm. They didn't leave a tip, but they left faggot on the um oh my goodness. on the receipt. Oh my god. And like I kinda like laughed it off like, man, fuck them niggas. But I've I mean, look, it's been years later. Yeah. And I've never forgotten that shit. Like right. Yeah, that's hurtful. But like yo. it was it was a sad hurt, but I channeled it to like I'll beat them niggas ass. Right. You know yeah, saying? yeah, that of shit. course. But it like really cut me deep. Like that shit yeah, really yeah, cut yeah. me deep. And it's just like nobody would really know that. You know what I'm saying? Because right. I'm right. always coming in with like a swag or like a bravado right. to a certain degree. Yeah. So it's just like when people do little shit like that or question my intelligence. Cause like sometimes I'd be, I know you said like you don't really notice it, but like I'd be like a little spacey sometimes. Like I could, I have my little slow moments or whatever. But like being told growing up that I'm like an airhead or I'd be like doting and stuff like that, like it made me, that's why I'm so like hyper, like know it all. You know what I'm saying? Right, because motherfuckers don't have room to say nothing yeah, to you. Yeah, like it's a defense mechanism yeah. so nobody can call me slow. Yeah. Even though like I know damn well I'm not slow. Right. It's just like maybe because the way I talk or I'm my mind is always so everywhere that sometimes it takes me a while to just have a direct line of thought. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or when I was a kid, I, had, I was a daydreamer. I had a wild imagination. I could care less what's going on in my reality. So I just tuned out and people took that as me being... Slow when I'm thinking about ninjas and dragons and shit in my head. You know what I'm saying? But it used to yeah, hurt me. So yeah. I'm just like, yo, like, yeah, nah, like, I, all right, bet. Like, I'm gonna make you feel slow if, before you try to make me feel slow. Gotcha. You know? But but mm-hmm. do you feel like you're still carrying that that hurt from them saying that because you're saying you don't see it if you being a little spacey or all that stuff like that? Like, you're those expecting... are the two. Those are the two judgments that still hurt me. Yeah, because you, I could tell judging you still... my intelligence and judging my sexuality. Yeah, because you still, I could tell you still carrying it because it's like I've been around you a lot and there was never once where. Uh, I felt like you were being spacey or anything. No, nah, um, you might trigger it just because you intellectually challenge me. Okay. So then like, if you, and then, you know, sometimes we, we both get like, there'd be times where we would, you know, cause we, we niggas, so we still going to jab. Yeah. Where it's just like, there'll be moments where you challenge me, but then the challenge comes with a little like, um, it's not disrespect, but just like, you know, like some asshole shit. Oh, okay. And then okay. like, I'll literally be like, Damn, like he made me feel stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he ain't make me like. There's times where you enlightened me, and then there's times where you made me feel stupid. Okay, you know what I'm wow. saying? And um, but, but it's not like you, you didn't do it consciously. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is the trigger. I'm saying, or I yeah. how I perceived it. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I how understand. I perceived it. Yeah, because most of the times you pour into a nigga. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. It's like, but like you. Like how you were saying, like when you was going through your emotional shit and you had to realize how badly you were talking to us. Right. Like when you called me that day because I decided to post the clip how I wanted to post it. Yeah. And instead of saying like, bro, I don't think we should have posted it like that. You was like, you be doing that because you be on some shit where you feel like you like you don't really know, you're not, you don't really know your feelings. So you just looking at what other niggas do and copying yeah, them type yeah, shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, 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 let's slow down. Cause right. like- I can show other ways how I've been very innovative and done things right. too much. And I felt the need to um, defend myself because cause you even, you caught yourself. Yeah, I caught but myself in, in moment, that moment. Yeah. I was like, no, like you're really making me feel stupid right now right. to the point where I want to make you feel stupid. Right. Yeah. But I don't want to do that because I knew like 
you that you just seen your mom's grave and everything. Yeah, you know I was closed off. Yeah, so yeah. like it was moments like that where that's the only time people get under my skin if like oh, okay. they question my intelligence, right? And then they question like my sexuality and shit. Yeah, so I, under, like, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, so that's basically the piggyback with what you're saying, where it's like, you know, it's hard to let those things go, like just because you don't visibly show it or physically lash out. It's like. Like the word faggot rings in my head. Yeah. Type shit. Yeah. And it's like, it's something yeah, that I don't know how to fully let go unless I was to like see them niggas and beat their ass, you know, type yeah. shit. Right. Yeah. So. It's just something that you got to really cry about. Yeah. That's, you Cause it made me like sad. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. have to cry about it to let it go. Cause that was a traumatic situation for you. Yeah. If it's anything that live in your head rent free is traumatic. Yeah. So if it's that traumatic for you, you have really have to sit there and and really make yourself immerse yourself emotionally into that situation. In that moment. Think about how you felt in that moment and say how you felt like as if those people were there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I thought I bonded with them. Not even saying bonded like it was like some epic it like It was a moment. Yeah, it was, it was just cool like, moment. you know, yeah. niggas was cool. We was all laughing, wrapping it up. And then it was just like, damn, like all of that. Right, and it's like, and then that energy where it was just like me feeling open, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Me feeling open and feeling um, vulnerable in the sense of just like we, because we ain't talk and we didn't talk about nothing crazy. It was just like me feeling like okay, like I'm new here, right? And you know, people's cool, like I'm making friends in a way, or I'm just talking to people, right? And then that happened, right? And it was just like. Yeah. And right. then that going back to like my dad and the issues he's caused with like why I don't like my voice is because he, right. he's the one who told me like I need to like I don't have a deep enough voice like stop speak like I need to put more bass in my voice speak right. stop speaking like a girl type shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like all that shit just just turns into some insidious anger, you know what I'm saying, where it's just like now nah, I feel like I got to really like hurt somebody to make people not try to Treat me like I'm sweet. Right, right. You and know? it ain't even got shit to do with you. Yeah. It's literally, like we said, it's just them projecting themselves on you. Yeah. So what they think and how they feel is not a direct reflection of you because they haven't been around you enough to know you. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or even try to get to know you because people will automatically assume they know you just because they hang around you every day. Like, yeah. no, yeah. you don't fucking know me, bro. What right. have we discussed for you to really know me? Mm-hmm. Like, right. Fucking, we could go to the club every week and hang out. You don't know me, nigga. We just yeah. party together. We ain't peeing back no later. So, yeah, like that's that's what I'm saying. That's where people be having shit fucked up. But the first thing they want to do is hit you with the judgment. So it's just like, I don't like to be, you know what I'm saying? I don't like that judgment. Like I could rip and joke and say shit, but I'm saying like, I really think, you know what I'm saying? Somebody's saying something direct yeah. to you that this is who you really are. This is who yeah. I think you really are. It's like that type of shit is bothersome yeah, to me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I don't ever want to be putting myself in those type of positions with people that are close to me. Yeah. Like I've, I'm learning from that and I'm realizing like I'm ready to let that kind of hurt go because it's going to help. It's not going to do nothing, but I feel just help me grow Yeah, and be less judgmental with people as well. Cause I'm, you know what? Like the judgment and all of that shit is what makes me so witty. That's why I come up with so much shit off the top of my head. Cause my mind is constantly working. So even if it's corny, like, or even if it's not as funny, it's like it's in my head. I got to get it out. 
Like that's how I, that's how I think because uh, my mind is constantly running with jokes all day. Yeah, because <laughs> I've could I've conditioned myself to think like that just in case a motherfucker come to me. I always got one in the chamber. That's just how my mind works. That's why I'm so witty. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy though. Like the the traumas that we. I don't know, people instilled in us. Right. It's just like, I don't know, like with me, my mom is always questioning me. Like she doesn't trust anything I say. I could be like a master of something mm-hmm. and she still is going to question me. Like, um, like just like you're. She, she'll come to me for information and she knows that like I'm a guru on it and she'll still question me. Oh, so she just. Really, like, just don't respect your opinion. She altogether. doesn't respect anything that I say, even though she comes to me for the information. <laughs> so crazy. now it has formed this irritation in me that, like, if anybody asks me a question, I get irritated instantly. Yeah. So if, like, I ask somebody something, and like, if I say, if I ask Jermaine something, and he'd be like, like if he'll if he like returns to me with a question, I get instantly irritated by it. Like, don't question me. Like anybody. Like if I'm at work and I'm doing something and they ask me a question about it, like just to confirm or like, are you sure? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah. like, don't fucking question me because I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like instant irritability because like. I know what the fuck I'm doing, but yeah. I being that like I'm in a professional place or whatever, like, and I have to reconfirm or whatever. It's like I instantly get inflamed because my mom has instilled that in me because I know like it's a trickle down effect from like, I guess, her mom not trusting her or whatever, mm. like this, this non-trust factor that they have in their family. Like she don't trust what like. People haven't, I don't know, like... Like, being, like, a, like wishy-washy. And so, I mean, because what I've learned, yeah. too, like, there's just some people that are just so non-committal to anything. Yeah. Like, they don't commit to a thought, like, to an idea. She don't trust, they don't like... Even know themselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My dad will, like, tell her some shit. She don't trust it, so she'll call nope. yeah. her brother and just... Somebody she do trust. Yeah. And I think people just be buying time when they keep just bouncing from person to person. Yeah. yeah. She, then she'll call me yeah. and then, like, get some information, and then she won't trust that, so she'll look it up on her phone or some shit. And I'll be like, what the... What did you ask me for? Yeah. You know, so then, like, it just irritates me. Yeah. So it just makes me feel like, don't fucking ask me. Like... Does it make you question yourself at all? Yeah, all the time. All the fucking time. And so when people ask me shit, I'd be like, ask me if you really trust what I'm going to say. Because if you're going to question me, you're going to piss me the fuck off. Yeah, because I hate that shit too. Like, people will ask for your advice. And then I want to say not take it. But I just feel like people using it, like, they just want attention. Yeah, they you know they want they want somebody to dump their emotions on. You become an emotional dumpster. Yeah, and that, and we call those people ask holes. Like they're <laughs> ask hole. Yeah, it's just and sometimes like, I don't even be want. I don't even answer. I just be like, you know, saying some bullshit because I don't even. Yeah, I'm not gonna get emotionally invested. Yeah, no, nah, there ain't no point because my feelings are gonna get hurt. Yeah, yeah, I've done that too many times. Yeah. And it's, that's one of them things where it's just so fucking hard to learn from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Because I naturally am a helper. 
I'm like right. a problem solver for mm-hmm. everybody. Yep, like, same here. I'm ready to solve your problems. Mm-hmm. Like, you got a problem. And my mom knows that. So she comes to me with all her shit because she knows Ashante is going to solve her problems. I have yep. been a mother to my mom and my dad all of my fucking life. And I don't know why she don't fucking listen because all I've been doing is solving her fucking problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you feel like you're lacking like a certain level of respect that you feel like you've earned. Hell yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> what? Shauna's the family's big mama. I am the big mama. <laughs> Say it, Tara. Big I'm mama. the big mama. How long I've been the big mama? Big mama. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've been cooking the meals and mm-hmm. solving the problems for I don't know how when long. When everything. Ain't nobody cutting my leg off. Really? How, yeah. how early was you like really, like how early did you feel like you had to grow up and really start being responsible for more than yourself? When I was or, or where you had to assume responsibility for like your parents, like even like emotionally, maybe not financially, but like emotionally. In my teens. In your teens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I turned 13, it started as soon as I turned 13. In my teens. So I've been responsible since I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Probably younger than that. Because when my brothers was born, I was 11, 12. So it was like, I could I could just remember being 13 where I, like how I feel with the with responsibility yeah it's like 13 is like a number that's ringing yeah. off but i remember yeah. doing shit for my you know my little brothers when i was like 11 12 yeah in my teens cuz i remember like i would have to apologize for doing things and making mistakes and i had to go to them and apologize for things and you know what i mean like yeah. i had to start being parent like for certain mm-hmm. yeah I feel like I, I failed to do that and I feel like that's a big reason why like I have like a a disconnect well I, I can pinpoint a few disconnects within like my household alone but like well one of them with like there's like two different dynamics I'm like the middle I have two older sisters and then I have two and then uh four younger siblings and I just feel like the three of us, our the way we were raised was totally different from the way the last four was raised mm-hmm. and the way we treat each other and shit, you know? And then, like, so, like, my little siblings, it's like I could do no wrong in their eyes because I've always been there emotionally as mm-hmm. far as just, like, mm-hmm. whenever they could come to me, they could always come to me and I won't judge them, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, whatever, my sisters, and it's mainly my two little sisters. My little brothers are just to themselves type shit. But I feel like they're more of a special case because that's where like I really have like my little sister don't have no problems come uh, us having conversation, you know what I'm saying? So it's a little easier. Um, but I feel like when my dad wasn't around and when it was time to be a man at a house, like I was just getting into high school. So like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't like want that responsibility. So I kind of stayed out the house. You know what I'm saying? That, I stayed at good. football yeah. practice yeah. or you... stayed at my girlfriend's house or just just didn't go home type shit. And um but I and it 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 kind of made it to where I didn't really build like a complete bond with my little brothers like the way I would like or like the way that I wanted to have something with like an older yeah. male figure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I get what you're saying. And I didn't I mean and I feel like that started with my dad. Cause he he just kinda let me like as long as he was like in the area, or if he sent if if I had clothes on my back or some shit, yeah. then that was the case. And yeah, so that that really hurt me. And then when it comes down to like my mom's, 
you know what I'm saying? It's hard. Like, we used to talk a lot, you know what I'm saying? But then a lot of our conversations, or it really would be her venting and me listening, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it just got to a point where, like, I really couldn't take that no more. And then when I started trying to offer solutions, same thing. It just seems like, I remember the first time I really, like, told my mom how I felt, you know, and not even necessarily about her, but just about like overall situations, um, dealing with like the family, you know, and she just started crying, you know, and I get it because that's probably a whole lot of pent up emotion, but mm-hmm. it was just like, I felt like it was also just like a diversion, like mm-hmm. uh-huh. we can't, we, all right, we just going to get, this is where we going to stop, yeah, you know, because the cry didn't lead to more vulnerability. It just kept, it was like more excuses, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And it was just like. I just, I love my mom, but I can't keep just getting on the phone and just get my ear talked off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. About just whatever that's going on. But then it's like, damn, it's my mom's. You know what I'm right. saying? So. Yeah, yeah, I felt the same way because me and my sister are almost six years apart. And like our relationship wasn't nurtured for like a big sis, little sis. It was kind of like. My mom and dad had me like my parents were very young. Like my mom was 18. My dad was 21. They ran away together because my mom was white. My dad was black. Her family didn't want um, my mom with him. So my dad was in the service in Texas. My mom went with him. She got pregnant with me. And I felt like I may have been like an oops baby. I don't feel like they would ever tell me that, but I feel like there was a lot of struggle when I was around. And then when they had my sister, it was like they were ready for her. And you could tell by the way we were raised. I was like raised with a lot of independence. I had to like grow up and learn a lot of shit on my own. But when my sister was raised, she was raised very more spoiled, like babied and stuff like that. So when we grew up, it wasn't a nurtured relationship where it was like, you know, like, you guys are sisters and blah, blah, blah. It was just kind of like, all right, you're the older sister. Like, go be independent. And she's like, oh, this is the baby. And, you know, she gets this and blah, blah, blah. resentment? Hell yeah. (laughs) So it was just like, I couldn't stand her for the most part growing up. So I wished I was different because we didn't get... It's not neither of y'all fault. Yeah, it's not. So it's like when we were growing up, there was a lot of distance and like, I treated her badly growing up. So we didn't get a good relationship until adulthood. Yeah. So I like my mom had a lot to do with that too, because she was a lot on my sister's side growing up. And there was a lot of times where like, if me and my sister was in a fight, my mom was like on her side, picking on me with her. Like a a black sheep type thing. Yeah. I was always the black sheep. So it would be like two against one. You know what I mean? So and I mean, I was mean. I'm not going to sit here and act like I was like, uh, I'm in the corner. <laughs> you know, I was being a bitch or whatever. And then they would be picking on me. I'm picking on her or whatever. Like, but I just feel like there was more nurturing, like, with the sisterhood. I feel like they kind of see it. They try. I feel like they tried, but it wasn't enough. It was more like trying to force us to be sisters, but it mm-hmm. wasn't. Real. In a nurturing way, it was just like, y'all are sisters, be sisters. And it was like, <laughs> figure it out. How do we be sisters? You know right. what I mean? Like, 
teach us, <laughs> like show us how to love each other. Don't just be, it, it was just like in my house, it was just like, you better respect me. Y'all better be sisters. It was just like, can you like teach us what that means? I don't know. Like you're throwing yeah. these words around, but I don't know what any what of this mean shit to be means. A sister, right? I don't know what this shit yeah. means. Like what does it mean to be I'm gonna siblings? go hang with my friends because I'm like six years older than her, and yeah. I don't fucking know what none of this shit. And that's an age means. gap. That's gonna. It's be a huge age gap when you're yeah. fucking young. You know what I mean? Like now it's not, but yeah. like when you're fucking like ten and she's four, like. I don't fucking know what. Oh, none you're of that 16 shit. and she's 10. Exactly. It's like you in high school, you going to basement parties. And exactly. Shit. <laughs> I'm like, like what? I'm fucking you probably smoking smoke, weed. I'm smoking weed. I was yeah. super fucking turned. Niggas so. is outside. Yeah. Right. So it was just, it was a fucking like weird dynamic. So and then there was a lot of shit going on in the family. Like there was like racism and a lot of fucking hatred I had and resentment for the family. And there was just a lot of shit going on within me where I was very rebellious and shit. So like me and my sister, yeah, we had a lot of fucking like space between us. She was hanging with her friends. I was hanging with mine. And like, I loved my sister, but they did not nurture like this sisterly bond relationship. Like that was my sister. I was like ride or die for her regardless. But there was no like, this was a, another thing too. Like my dad, when I got a job, he made me buy my sister stuff. And it was just like, that's what you do. You buy your sister stuff when you get a job. Yeah. Like, what the fuck do you do? My mom made me buy my sister stuff. And I didn't care. Like, remember, I used to always buy you clothes and stuff. And I was just like, whatever. Like, my dad, he made me buy her stuff. And, like, it was just like this weird thing that I just didn't know how to be a sister. <laughs> I was just doing what they told me to do. Yeah. There was no nurturing of nothing. I was just forced to do the shit that I was told to do. Right. And that's all I knew how to do. That's and that's the same thing I went through with my You don't know. You just like they're yeah. telling you what to do and you're just like You get a job, buy uh, my brothers and sisters yeah, clothes and shoes. I buy yeah. all of them clothes and shoes and shit like that. And took care of them and paid phone bills and shit like yeah I did that's a what lot i did of that shit and then when i got a job i had to buy her stuff so i would yeah. when and i what, would buy me clothes and stuff i would make sure i bought her stuff and mm-hmm. i would take her to the movies remember we would go to i would take like you and your friend we yeah would go I, sometimes I, and I did the same thing for my <laughs> brothers and sisters it was like i didn't know what to do i ain't know how to be a sister right <laughs> i just would I had to walk just, her to school just, I just, doing, just doing shit yeah because right. like, i felt like they was my kids that's how how you treat them though I legit felt like they was my kids like so when I finally had my own I felt I even told Sean I said I feel like I'm raising my fifth kid Mm -hmm. like this is my fifth kid (laughs) I already raised four yeah Uh, that's why I'm jokingly joking with my family on Father's Day like where my Father's Day car at I'm all y'all's dad I took care (laughs) I took care of all y'all motherfuckers but that's why I told my sister like when we became adults I want to I want to build a friendship with you that is like a sisterhood because I feel like I've been your mom for years and I don't want to feel that way anymore. I want to have a friendship. I don't want to feel like your mother, you know, because that's what I have felt all this time. And I don't want to feel like that anymore. I just want to be your friend. I want to have a best friend and I want it to be you. Do you feel any like, certain level of pride that you stepped up to the plate 
Yes. Yeah. And I've told my parents this. I told my parents, I had a conversation with them straight like this. And I said, I've been raising Tara for years and it's y'all turn to step up because y'all stepped down and y'all made me raise her and y'all stepped back and it's your turn to be parents. And they admitted that they did. Yeah. That's crazy. That's not my daughter. Yeah. Cause that, I mean that that was similar to uh my older sister too, the one who did the poem because she had the the most brute force of like my parents' ignorance, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And not to say that it got much much better, but it did. As far as like by the time we got to this seventh child, you know what I'm saying? It was like okay, like especially in hearing some of the stuff like. I just felt like I was an anomaly because since I was the first son, already being like kind of like highly like praised, like golden child type shit. Yeah. I probably got away with a lot of shit. But also being a boy, it's like they just felt like they couldn't control me. So they didn't bother. But my sisters was unlocked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then they was also unlocked, but then they still had chores. Like, I mean, I had chores. It was like, it's like they... Couldn't get away with shit, but they still was being held accountable for a lot of shit. So was you like the favorite? I wouldn't even consider it like a favorite in he terms was the of- favorite. <laughs> nah, you can't even put it like that. It was just that, it was like that rigid treatment of boys. And I mean, rigid treatment of girls from women, you know what I'm saying? In the sense of just like, I just did what I want. And then if I got hit, it's just like, I. Nigga, I wipe my tears to keep it pushing, and I'll—I don't still do what I want. I still do what I want, you know. Um, and it—I felt that freedom, you know. But at the same time, I still can't shake off like that shame that I felt for not being there when probably like my uh, siblings and them probably need me the most. And not—not not to say like I was completely gone. I just feel like. I've, I could have done more, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, everything comes with a cost. Like you said, you 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 have that pride, but it costs you a lot of your own freedom. And I had that freedom, but it kind of brings me shame for being, like, selfish, you know? So You had your life to live. Yeah. Right. You was doing exactly what you were supposed to. Yeah. And I had people telling me, like, you ain't got to do all this stuff, but I was just like, in my mind, I was like, yes, I do. I got to take care of my family, and I don't want to leave them. And I'm like, that's not, they're my family, but they're not my family. Right. And that's where, like, I didn't create them. So yeah. that's where shit get fucked up in the black community because we look at it like, that's the family. And it's like your family, those are your siblings, but your family is, like, that you be responsible for is the family that you create. create yeah. Cause you you're accountable because you created it. Exactly. Right. You, know what I'm saying? you should never be accountable for somebody else's shit. Um, if I can see if it's different, like both of your parents' dad and you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, if yeah. your parents are alive, yeah, it they wasn't need deep, to be deep, deep like that. It's, I'm really yeah. just being a little dramatic about it. It's just like I think it's more just because seeing my dad be selfish, me with what he created, me even feeling selfish for something I'm not. A, that I don't have any accountability for still just feels weird because I still feel that level of accountability just for being like an older brother. You know what I'm saying? Even though there's no accountability because I didn't create it. 
you know, I just still feel like I'm moving in this. Like when I, when I, you know, by the time I left, my dad was already out the house. And, you know, my mom was supportive, but at the same time, I could tell, like, you know, like I felt like I was leaving her too, you know, and we, we both ended up in the same place. Like he's in Georgia, I'm in Georgia, you know, and it's just like, I can't, I have to remove myself from thinking I'm like my dad, even though there's, there might be some similarities, but it's just yeah. like, I just can't help that feeling of like being selfish. But when you I, have to live your to life. It's not, yeah. It's, yeah, not it's not your not responsibility. It's not it's your not responsibility. Selfish. It's not your responsibility. Yeah. That is that that isn't your choice. And if you make it make and you want to go back and take care of everybody, that's your choice. But it's not your responsibility to right. stay back and you know care for everybody and stop your life. It's just not that is it's, it's your choice if you wanted to, but yeah. you don't have to. It's right. not your responsibility. I, I blame Harriet Tubman. Shut up, Jermaine. Because she got freedom <laughs> and then she went back and she went and got niggas. And now niggas just feel like they entitled. Like you supposed to come back and save us. And <laughs> I mean, it's like she, I she, said it's she, your she choice. She put on the work. She did she took all the risks. Yeah. Put in all the work. And then was she the one who said she could free thousands or more if they knew they yeah, were slaves? Yeah, they were slaves. So she risked her life to come back for people who were living trying to get saved. Exactly. Oh so God. I blame her. She 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 kind of fucked shit up, up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying you gotta take the you gotta see the good and the bad. She freed mad niggas, but she also made niggas entitled. The um uh that's what happens when you uh, but that's how that's how black oppressed families think. Like what? Because they don't look at the dynamic of what a we family is. We take away is. each other's autonomy. Yeah, like they took away our autonomy. Why are right. you even you know encouraging this? Preach. Oh, I mean, it's no, it's the, I'm talking about no. This end part is real. The end part is real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> the, the, the idea that they took away your innocence in your childhood, right, is the same. You can date it back to slavery, but it's just like yeah, yeah, like, yeah. just yeah, that whole I get idea. It. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like keeping. It's like everybody wants. Everybody to sacrifice, but niggas is really selfish. Like exactly. you, you being selfish, but you telling other niggas to sacrifice. It's like, no, you take care of your kids. Don't make right. a kid to then make another right. kid for that kid to take care of that kid. Or back in the day when they used to make kids just so they could tend the fields. Right. Yeah. What kind of it's like what? Right. Aren't you why aren't you making kids just to love them and right. to love? No, you You're gotta making have kids to soldiers. have work. So work. <laughs> it's like what good is having soldiers if you don't use them? But yeah, I mean I mean, you talk like that. You said I can't wait to have slaves out that's around what I said. here. To do gonna, this why you think I'm taking pride? I said, "What's going to happen?" And now they, now they got you running around, right? <laughs> <laughs> the but, but, but look, Daddy, but you, I'm about to say, but you Daddy, know that ain't, you know that ain't true. Some orange juice. Look, I, might be, <laughs> I might be talking shit. I might be talking shit up here, like right here. Yeah. But you know how I am with police spoiled. No, he sit sure. here and say, "I say I'm not. I'm, I'm not taking this stuff downstairs. I'm not your maid." And he'll look at me. And say, but yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, nope, Daddy. Get here and take take this plate and take it downstairs. And he'll laugh. Can you come lay with me? Yeah, <laughs> on everything. Fuck that show. <laughs> <laughs> nah, That's bro. exactly that. I super cater to him, so there ain't no slave to nah, mentality because around it's, here. it's service, it's love, it's exactly selflessness, it's love. Exactly, he knows that I'm going to do something for him at the drop of a dime unless I'm working. But even with that, he still don't understand because it's like, 
fuck that. Daddy, you going to dance with me. Yeah, daddy, you going to dance with me. You going to fight, battle with me. I don't care if you at work. <laughs> and it's recipro- and then I think the, the slavery shit comes when like it's not reciprocated. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But reciprocation is when like you fully in service to the people you love. Right. But you know that it's a two way street. Like they got your back. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just mom like. Mama will come around and hug me and say, Daddy, I love you. Yeah. And that'll make it all worthwhile. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he, he's a super loving, soft kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very, very aware. He's not. But he he get gangster. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that. But, but his. His presence and who he is at the core is yeah. a soft, loving child. He get gangster because I'm his mom. I'm young. What you saying? mean? We both what? I'm his dad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas know what it is out here with me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's facts. Facts. <laughs> and that's the difference. Yes, that's the difference. Don't what? forget that it's um, Men's Mental Health Month. Wash um, your ass. I <laughs> help with your mental Taking a shower Take care of your mental health Wash up with a rag That's yes. the difference It makes a difference Yeah Yes I was gonna say Showering At least trying to shower every day <laughs> Keeping your room clean every day Making your bed I feel like when I When I did shit like that It definitely helps me feel better Yeah it makes you feel accomplished Yeah Light a candle you're not just letting shit Just fall to the wayside Right Yeah <laughs> 